Welcome to the Overflow Taps Craft Beer Experience. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. We talk about anything beer with a heavy emphasis on tasting the beer. My name is Jesse Nelson and as usual, I'm here with my good friend, business partner and fellow craft beer fan, Adam Stacy. What's up? We've got a very special episode for our listeners today. Two guests in the house, uh, longtime Overflow Taps fans, fans and friends, Stephen and Allison Traff. Hello. Hey. And before we get to know these two a little bit more, Adam's going to tell us what is in our glass. Well, in mine and your glass. Cheers, y'all, uh, by the way, real quick. Ooh. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Is a new IPA from Wander here in Bellingham, Hitical uh, Mass, West Coast style IPA. And the other beer in, in our guest glass is Chuck and that's Chuck Light. Nice, easy drinking lager. Well, cool. Steve, House, and we've been trying to do this for a while now. Yeah. yeah. It's been a bit. It feels like a year. <laughs> and then like, uh, I don't know what beers is. The beers you brought us today, are these the beer? Is this the beer that you guys have always wanted to try with us or has it changed because we've been delaying and you've been <laughs> drinking them? No, no. We, we grabbed some beers when we were down in Disneyland because Ballast Point has that new brewery that's in downtown Disney. Ah. Um, but we didn't bring that one. But we always go in October to, uh, to Oregon Coast. And that one time... We brought back Degari yeah. for you. Was that already a year ago? Last yeah. October. Yeah, wow. that was a year ago. Crazy. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. yeah that, was, that was good. I remember that podcast. So we figured we'd bring back a couple of those ones. Very cool. Very cool. You guys do a lot of beer adventures, but before we get into that, let's talk about, uh, let's get to know you a little bit. So Steve, where are you from? So I grew up in Tacoma, spent the first half of my childhood in Tacoma, and then I moved to Olympia when I was in like seventh grade, and then went to college at Western in Bellingham. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Allie? Oh, wait, did, we, did anybody call you Allie? So in high school, I went by Allie. Well, middle school through high school, I went by Allie. And then I was like, well, I want my future husband to call me Allison, like my real name. And so I went back to Allison before Stephen met me. But uh, I actually zigzagged between uh, North Carolina and Washington for my childhood. So being an army brat. And then uh. I got to settle down in Tacoma with my parents in fifth grade and stayed there until graduation then went to western and met steven and how did you guys meet so she moved to Tacoma in fifth grade and i moved away from well i started going to school in olympia in sixth grade moved down to olympia in seventh grade so we literally had fifth grade at the same school but we didn't figure this out until we were in high school oh no you guys actually actually went to yeah. yeah And then you met, re-met each other. We were in this small, like it's a fairly small elementary school in Tacoma for the fifth grade. And then I moved away. And then all my friends from elementary school became her friends in middle school and high school. So when we met in college freshman year, we literally were like, wait. You knew all we bunch know of the each same other. people. We know the same people. Yeah. Like my best friend in fifth grade was like, her middle school like crush. <laughs> yeah, so I Such I couldn't small. date him, so I was like, well, I'll I'll date your, your friend. So, but yeah, Second so we best. were in college and we were sitting on a bus, and I was like, hey, so you like grew up in Tacoma? And he's like, yep, went to Lowell Elementary. Yeah. I was like, oh, I did too. And we just had all of these similar so friends, and then over the course of our freshman year, we started using AOL Inst- Instant Messenger AIM. Yep. And the good old days, uh, the good old days yeah. The good old days. And neither of us had updated our screen name. And I'm like, Lady Stevo, I know <laughs> this screen name. This is so good. And yeah. back in like between before ninth grade, we actually talked to each other 
on AIM back when you could like stalk your friends' friends and see who looks oh, at your profile. So yeah. And so me and my friends, being teenage girls, talked to strangers on AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> and Steven was one of them. And I was so disappointed that he wasn't going to stadium that I was like, man, like oh, he's in Olympia and I don't get to like meet him. He sounds like such a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Stranger danger. That's <laughs> that's a funny story. So we yeah, spent fifth grade together. We didn't know each other in fifth grade. And then when I moved away, we literally had like a day conversation, like back and forth between eighth and ninth grade. The weird, like go back and weird, like crossing small world kind of thing. So funny. Random. Yeah. And then freshman year on the bus back when Western Washington University had a football team. Yep. Yeah. Did the van bus down to Seattle. And then the guy that I was kind of with kicked him out of the seat and was like, hey, uh, no, I'm with Allison. Like, go back to your seat. And then the entire ride back to Western, I was like, man, Stephen's having a good time up there. This dude next to me is just like sleeping. Lame. And I'm like, you're lame. Like, thanks for like kicking out an actual good conversation I was having. Yeah. And me having fun at the front of the bus was sitting with the chaperone literally having a conversation about the bus that was in front of us. They used the like blue <laughs> painter's tape to put like the bus number on there. And we we're like, is it going to fall off? Is it going to fall off? And we were watching this like number Wild on time. the back of the bus yeah, you- <laughs> just flap. That was the fun that I was having at the front of the bus. You're at least doing shot skis on there or something? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no. Super boring 19, yeah, totally 20 year like old freshman like, <laughs> party bus. Yeah. yeah. So now you're married. Yeah. 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 Almost 12 years later, 12 we're years. Yeah. married for four years. And wow. Congratulations yeah. on four years. Yeah. yeah, thanks. How long have you been married, Adam? Don't oh, my don't bad. Don't <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, I think, I think mine's years. been like seven years. I don't know. Seven, eight, nine, yeah. somewhere around there. Somewhere around there. I don't know. Five years. When you, when, do you remember your first experience at Overflow Taps? I do. You do? Yeah. So it was actually almost exactly three years ago from this moment. Oh, Pretty wow. close. We it had was just after moved, we moved here? It was after we moved oh, okay. to London. So we had just bought a house and we're just a couple blocks away from downtown. So we're like... Well, you know, we've been wanting to try overflow tabs. Like, let's let's just go. So it was like a dark night, and we walk to overflow. And I just remember opening the door and coming in and being like, "Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm walking into someone's living room." And I just felt so at home, cool. and just like the fire was going. It was nice and warm and cozy after like the cold walk. And I mean, it's been a love affair ever since. That's yeah. rad. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You said that was three years ago? Yep. So was it me or Jesse working? Do you remember? I have no idea. <laughs> it probably sure was. was. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. Yeah. Actually, so it probably would have been Josh, you, Adam, because we thought we had a connection with you first. Yeah. And then when we got our membership, like, um, I think it was New Year's, Jesse introduced himself and we're like, and then like we got to know Jesse a lot. So okay. It was probably you, Adam. Funny. That's crazy. <laughs> what about you? Do you remember it all? Was it that same day? Probably no. the same day, huh? Yeah. Well, we were together. Yeah, just, well, we were together. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. right, I just get you in trouble for coming in earlier without her and she didn't know. Uh, <laughs> like, I, it always feels like we came in earlier than that, but I definitely remember the fireplace. Oh, that's like, cool. Being there and having the fireplace going, which doesn't make any sense for any other earlier than October. Yeah. Yeah. What's funny about the fireplace is that for the second location, we were thinking about at one point in time we weren't going to put a fireplace in. 
And I think it was our wives were like, it's a part of your guys' brand. You need to put the fireplace in. And then we ended up putting the fireplace yeah. in. <laughs> and then just, and everyone talks about it, talks yeah. about the fireplaces. Yeah. Even though we don't have them all and they still talk about it, which is, which is crazy. But so I'm glad we did it. That's, it makes it a living room and yeah. makes it a place to come like in it. and like you feel like family as soon as you walk in. That's cool. That's really cool. So you guys do a, a lot of, uh, you had some, some, some beer travel. So you were just talking a second ago how, tell us about Chuckanut again. So you're drinking Chuckanut beer now. So my brother was up visiting and we just did a, you know, hitting up all of the breweries and I took him to Chuckanut and we're sitting there and we're doing a big flight of different Chuckanut beers. And it's in that moment that I'm like, oh, I'm a beer lover. Like that's, I'm not team wine. I'm not like hard alcohol. Yeah, it's good. But like, no, I'm 100% beer. And I texted my dad. I'm like, you won, Dad. Like I like beer. Like Mom <laughs> lost. I do yeah. not wine. And so I think it was that point that I realized, like, I actually understand beer in a way that I never understood wine or even hard alcohol, for that matter. That's cool. That is cool. Even that chuckle into those lagers. Lager oh, I lover. love a good lager. And then so give give us a like. What's been your favorite uh, trip that you've taken? Where like let's say beer trip, beer focused trip, or a place you went to? Maybe you were on a vacation somewhere and went somewhere, but I don't know. Going to the Oregon coast. And going to all the breweries along there, this especially this last month when we went down, we hit Astoria, we went to Rogue, we went to Fort George, we didn't hit Bowie, we wanted to hit Bowie, but we didn't. And then when we went down to Tillamook, we hit Pelican and we hit Degardi. The yeah. hardest part about traveling though is that no one has as good of beer as Bellingham, yeah. and so uh, yeah. I mean, we talked about that. Before. I mean, it's hard. I, like, I find that problem we, a lot too. So we went to Flagstaff. Even, even a year in like ago. big beer city, like I went to San Diego, you know, and I was still like kind of like, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flagstaff a year ago, we're like hitting up all these oh, breweries and yeah. like oh they're good but i really like bellingham yeah. beer and <laughs> especially so, being into lagers you're not really gonna find a match for, exactly for checking that whenever i travel i try to find like a local brewery like i went over to like the dc area and there's a couple breweries over there they're actually pretty 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 good there if you get far enough west outside of dc there's these like little historic towns and they have some cool breweries there yeah. yeah, I think the pro or the the challenge now is just like wherever you go, there's going to be breweries, and so it's like kind of having done a little research ahead of time to figure out like which one you should go to. Yeah. You know what I mean? With the time you have, you got to kind of weed through the the bad ones to find the good ones, and there's a lot of just a lot out there. They can't all be exceptional, right? Yeah, no, not at all. So, favorite brewery for you, Stephen? Frame, frame. Mm-hmm. We like frame in this <laughs> in this establishment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Adam really likes Freem. They've been in my top three for as long as they've been around, I think. So yeah, it has to be Chuckanut. Oh yeah, I mean Double Mo- Double Mountain know. is and Freem are close, second and thirds. But I yeah. have to love Chuckanut. Double so Mountain Freem. That was a, so. I'm assuming you guys have been down there to those ones. Yeah, yeah. Hood yeah. River. That's so a fun cool. spot. I was only there for one night, but I made the best of it. <laughs> Yeah, my aunt and uncle live across the river, and so when White we salmon. go in, in, yeah, white salmon. So we go over and get to visit them, and they take us beer hopping. Yeah. Cool. The yeah. cool thing about Hood River is that they allow you to open container with cans, and so you can literally walk around town with a can of beer. Oh, that's cool. And they what? all the places have crawlers. Mm-hmm. They have the little canning machines. And they actually have one that was like 99 beers or something like that. And they basically tap, put it in a can, give it to you. They open it for you and walk around town. That sounds awesome. Yeah. 
They have to open it for you, though? I don't know if they have oh, to open it for you, but they do. Spot. Yeah, Sweet so it's wow. really recommended if That's you're cool. at Freem, to, if you have a wait to like get in for seating, to go grab a can and then walk the park. The, oh, the yeah, that's park a park right across the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, I did not know that when I was there. Yeah, yep. that's a, that's that's that a big one. I don't Game know changer. if it's a local thing or if it's in Oregon, but I think it's a local I think thing. It's just, local, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I don't think that's in like Portland and stuff. All right, so what did you guys bring us today? What are we drinking with you guys today? <laughs> so when you're down in Tillamook, um, they have this little brewery called Degardi. I think it's pronounced Basin Creek. So it says a spontaneous wild ale aged in oak barrels for two years with tart cherries and boysenberries. Yes, Sounds please. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This isn't the one where they said that they took somebody else's barrels. Oh, I don't remember. Because they had one that was somebody else's beer that they that put in a, their own. That was the fail. That's the lager. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is the one that they wouldn't tell us what barrels they bought. Who it comes from because it was some like trade secret or something like that. We've heard this multiple times now. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk about the barrels. Yeah. I think I think it's because so many breweries are around now and so like everyone's trying to do barrel age programs that it's like it's getting competitive to get good barrels. And so like when you find the hookup, you don't want to tell everyone because then they're just going to take them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so on, uh, untapped, this beer has a rating of, which we don't usually do this, but I had it up. It's 4.27. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Highly rated. That's good. It's hard to get over four on untapped. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of just threes. So we're about to crack this thing open, but, uh, what are we, what are we opening it with? Uh, Adam, who's our, <laughs> who's our sponsor today? Uh, once again, we are sponsored by Black Wolf Woodworks. <laughs> James. Officially, unofficially. You guys know James, right? Yeah. Oh, you guys. So how, how long have you guys been members? Two years. Two years running. So is this, the, this, is, this is our third year, though, or is this our second year? This is our second year. Oh, oh yeah, because you probably came yeah. in late to, late on that first year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, gotcha. And then you said so. Now memberships are kind of becoming a thing. So like you're, you, I think your members at a couple other spots too. Yeah. Yeah. So we we kind of kick ourselves that we didn't get in earlier with you guys. Oh, lifetime membership. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> when you guys actually had a podcast last December with Stemma. And so we mm-hmm. listened to that on our drive over to Spokane to visit my family. And so we're like, well, when they open up their membership, we're going to get in on that because it'll be an actual brewery. It'll be ground level. And then we started looking into um, Jason and Kim. Kim. Uh, and they were like super cool. And we, when we actually joined and we had the membership going and we actually like signed up for the membership they like immediately friend requested me and it's one of those things where on like facebook you're like who the heck is this person why is this random person to and then I, it made the connection i was like oh cool yeah nice yeah and they're we, super we like cool them people a lot. yeah yeah we do like them a lot yeah we got a members event coming up there i haven't even really told you the date yet. it's the 14th or 15th of december and i'm gonna send an email out to everyone and they just get to pick between the two dates. I think either date will be a thing. But I'm gonna had uh, you work with Jason, and there's gonna he's gonna do we're gonna do like a where the members can be a part of a, the brewing process. So they'll throw Ooh. some hops in or something like that. So that's kind that of sounds cool. fun. Uh, you, uh, that just kind of came up. You I think you sent him my way. Like did you sent him to Linden the other day. Yeah, it was because I had just left and you were in there, and they called me and they said, "Hey, are you at Overflow or in Linden? Because we're we're right outside Overflow." And I said, like, no, I'm not, but Jesse's probably still in there. I just saw him a few minutes ago, so. 
So yeah, I appreciate that. Taste some good <laughs> beers, and that was great. Oh, they had they had some beer with them. Yeah, yeah. They I, had some I, beers. I told them because I was going into Bellingham later. I was like, they had been trying to catch me all day. They were in Everson earlier, and then so I was like, <laughs> just to end your day at Stemma, and I'll meet you guys there. Yeah. So I did. Oh, good. And then it worked out kind of well because Kim showed up with their kids, and then Jack just got to play, and we got to just kind of relax a little bit. It was fun. It's a nice thing about a brewery that you can't get it overflow. Yeah, but play with the kids. And then the uh, the other membership that we just got is uh, Blaine just opened up a tap house over there. It's this, it's called Tiny Tap House, and it's tiny. Yeah, it's where it's the uh, ten, where the oyster place seats. used to be, right? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. yeah. Drayton Harbor. It's literally ten seats. That's cool. Yeah, I, I, I haven't been in there yet. Yeah. I need to go and check out the new Drayton Harbor spot too. Oh, that place is oh, great. That's what I've yeah. heard. Yeah, I've been there a lot. <laughs> I love I love oysters. I think yeah. Atwood has a couple on tap there. Yeah. Too. They've always been because they do the oyster stout and stuff. Like they've always had kind of a. Let's crack this beer open. Good, good partnership. Cool. You uh, you I'll got it, Adam. Unless, you got her. So I'm taking it. the honors from someone. Nope, go for it. Adam's kind of the honorary. Uh, oh, oh, we got a cork. Oh. <laughs> One second, we got a cork. <laughs> One second. Cork under the cap. Yeah, the um, lifetime membership was like barely anything more for the tiny tap room, and we're like, well, we're getting extra. Oh, cool! <laughs> like, worst case the membership scenario, like, gives last. you an extra couple ounces. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The parts oh, are that's great. But, yeah. No, that'll be cool. I need to go check it out. Yeah, Tor. Tor, who's the owner, he's a really cool guy. He's super cool. chill. He has like jazz music on. It's like it's completely different from Overflow. But like working, like both of us working there, and then like we go to church in Blaine. Like we have a lot yeah, of Blaine friends, so it's like. Thanks, sir. Yeah, I feel like every loca- every time we got a beer membership, we're like, okay, well, all of our friends in this location are mad that we only go to Overflow, so. <laughs> so we need to Overflow in Blaine, is what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, so this will this will be interesting because I think that we tasted it before we bought it. We might not have. It'll uh, all come back to you now. We might have we we might have done like little tasters. Whoa! It's a cherry oh, on there. Color on that. It looks like cherry. Yeah, that looks, that's a straight up cherry puree. This looks awesome. I am excited about this. Well, we do talk about color and foam and head retention and all that stuff. It's this is like bloody red. Yeah. Very cool. Wow. One thing I noticed that it said was um. On both their website and on Untapped, it says the, I don't know how to pronounce it, Besson Creek presents a complex fruit profile that unfolds with time in the glass. Good thing we have a little bit more in the bottle here because we want to make sure to let it warm up a little bit, it sounds. And a soft complexity that will continue to mature over the coming months. I love this Bottled smell. 719. Smells so good. What do you smell? I don't know. It might be just that it says cherries, but I smell cherries. Yeah, that usually <laughs> <definitely laughs> works out. <laughs> you definitely smell cherries in there. And I forget what yeah, a boysenberry is, but there's boysenberries in here. Like a blackberry. Gotcha. Yeah, it looks it just looks thick. Yeah. Looks like a beautiful almost like a hazy color. like a hazy beer, but yeah, beautiful red color, almost like a strawberry color. What do you guys get this thing? What are we getting? It's tart. Tart. Very tart. Oh yeah. More so than I was expecting. I thought there would be more sweetness from the fruit. And it just looks like it might be kind of like a thicker, sweeter lamic, but it's pretty acidic. The head on this uh, looks pretty much like uh, like the beer. It's <laughs> reddish. Yeah. Tart, cherry. Yeah, you can definitely tell it's like got all those characteristics of like a good barrel aged sour beer. It's not not or it's a lot more complex than you know something kettle soured or something like that. Six. How much? 
What are they even 6. using? 6.4. 6.4. 6.4. So what does spontaneous wow. wild ale mean? Great question. Awesome. Technically, there's two separate things here. So they're often used kind of like interchangeably, but it's not so accurate to do that. So there's spontaneous ales and there's wild ales. Spontaneous ales are beers that are fermented from wild yeast that is unlike altered. So like basically like, have you guys seen like, what cool ships like wander has one that you know like yeah. put their hot wort in it let it just catch yeast from the air and ferment that's spontaneous so like like yeast is a huge part in like you know beer and fermentation and so when, when you're doing spontaneous ale you're really just taking a risk and letting it do its thing and it usually takes years to like fully develop that's why these types of beers are barrel aged for so long and you just have to kind of like keep tasting it like for a while it might taste really bad like sometimes they'll get like ropey or um, like gelatin like where it's like this bacteria actually makes it like viscous and thick and then like other ones will come back and clean it up later so you kind of have to just let it go through this cycle then there's wild ales wild ales are essentially the same thing like it's wild yeast but you can catch it you can, you know, have it under the microscope and see what's in there and maybe like pick out certain ones you want and then like pitch that or, or, you know, where you're kind of like a little bit more in control of what it is, but you're still using wild yeast, but you know what you're using versus spontaneous where it's just, you don't really know what's going to happen, you know, <laughs> spontaneous. So well done, this my is man. both. Well done. So it's pretty cool. Very yeah. informative. Yeah. I'm sure they just this beer out somewhere it says spontaneous beer fermented and aged for two years in oak barrels after yeah, leaving our cool ship then re-fermented in secondary oak casks with montmorency and morello tart cherries i don't know how to pronounce that as well as boysenberries uh artfully blended afterwards and naturally conditioned in bottles and kegs Crazy. So yeah, two years. That's a long time. Yeah. We appreciate this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, like when we brought one back for you last year, you're pretty excited about mm-hmm. us getting you one, right? Well, they only sell their beer. Primarily, it's all sold out through their tasting room. Mm-hmm. They do distribute a tiny bit, but no, it's like it's really hard to get their stuff unless you actually go to the source to get it. So I'd heard a lot of great things. Um, it's always one that, you know, when people go down and bring up bottles, like in beer trading world, like everyone's trying to trade for them and, and stuff like that. And yeah. so it was the first first beer I, I've had from them. This is the second. Yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we were down there last year, what were they, Australians? I think so, yeah. Aust- like there's like two Australians that were like backpacking and they said they stopped specifically in Oregon just for DeGarde and then they were going to Denver. Oh, like they literally awesome. only stopped... On their way from yeah, Australia. Yeah, I mean, if they're doing like a beer trip kind of thing, I wouldn't be too surprised. Yeah. yeah. So tell us, since we haven't seen it, tell us a little bit about what does a brewery look like? In the middle of, so like Tillamook, you yep. have the big Tillamook cheese factory mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. when you're going south into the town. Been there. And then the town, it's like right in the middle. It's only a block, a block down, block over from Pelican. It's not a very big place. It's And it's just the tasting room. They've got a lot of barrels for like seating yeah, and seating, stuff yeah. and kind of like what you guys have out on your outside deck mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. very very neat and then nice uh, and clean and just wide open space is it big is it pretty small like i mean i'd say about s- the s- similar uh, sizing to like maybe the bellingham location okay yeah and then they have like an outdoor area it reminds me more of a winery than a brewery 
if that kind of yeah, it seems I, more I, like crisp yeah. and that's kind refined. of their style of beer too is it's a lot of barrel aged stuff and I don't know I feel like they're kind of in that spectrum between beer and wine yeah. and then on like the main entrance to the place on the wall they have a big world map and they have base is it stickers for all Star from everywhere everybody star stickers yeah and so basically the entire map's like almost full oh, oh where, where you come from? from yeah oh, that's, oh that is yeah. that's cool yeah yeah that is neat so uh while we have you guys here is there anything you guys have ever wanted to ask us no oh, man i don't know you don't have i feel to. like we know a lot about you guys already <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i actually have a question so Allison was saying that her kind of realization of beer was at Chuckanut. Do you remember what beer or brewery or oh, how, yeah. like, how'd you get into beer? I don't know. I feel like it was through overflow. Really? I mean, so, so, like, like, it, so like, it's kind of one of those things where when you're growing up, you basically are like, well, my dad drinks this, so I drink that. Mm-hmm. And so I think I told this to New Belgium and Deschutes that their beers were basically what my dad drank. And so, like flat tire. Yeah. Like I basically just drank fat tire when I was in college because I was like, oh, that's what my dad drinks. So that's what I drink. And now whenever I do like yard work and I'm like exhausted or like hot and sweaty, I always grab a fat tire. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but it's like ingrained in me from like a kid that like, oh, well, that's what my dad drank. So that's what I drink. That's rad. But I do credit overflow to kind of jump-starting us yeah. our love for beer yeah cool because that's kind of where i like fine-tuned actually like what i want to drink and like started learning like. more styles and yeah. things yeah when i was an early drinker back in my early 20s i was like oh i'll drink anything anything you hand me and then as i as, yeah. as i aged i'm like no i'm a beer lover yeah i know what once, beer you, I once like. you experience <laughs> yes so oh, good yeah, yeah. And I if I don't like beer, oh yeah, if I don't like beer, I'll just I won't drink it. Yeah. Like at this point, I'm like I'll taste if I if I was stupid enough to buy the pint and before tasting it and I don't like it, I'm like all right, well, does anybody want this? I'm just not gonna drink anything if I don't like it these days. Exactly. I'm like semi addicted to like Untapped. And you so, are, dude. <laughs> so like literally, when you guys get something new, I'm like I'll have that. I don't know if I like it, but I'm gonna have it so I can check in and say that. How many check-ins are you up to now? Uh, I, pull it out, pull it uh, out. I don't know. I think it's Let's a little over a thousand. <laughs> that's so sweet. Well, what's your unique? I don't know. Versus, yeah, that's the key. That's, that's, yeah, that's the key. I, that's the one thing. Like, I wish I could know that stat. Like I, for myself, like yeah, I just wish I knew how many unique different beers I've tried over my life. Like it's a lot. That would be a lot, <laughs> yeah. but. Uh, you know, it'd be fun to kind of like oh, yeah. be able to just see a record of that. Yeah. Like, I feel like I missed a bunch prior to actually mm-hmm. getting this out. Oh, I'm sure you did. So 1150 check-ins and then 970 unique. Wow. Oh, but like, I'm impressed by people. I'll see people on there and they're at like tens of thousands. And I'm like, how? <laughs> like, holy cow. Yeah. Maybe they count their- They just uh, do the tastings. tastings yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, get a little sip of that, please. Yeah. I do that with Allison. A lot of people do that. Yeah. And yeah. that's fair game. Yeah. You're tasting it. I think so. Yeah. Allison think gets so. something I've never tried. I'll taste it and be like, all right, I'm checking in as yeah, a taster. You, should. you tasted it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Well, cool. This has been great, you guys. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, do we have anything else? Anything else we want to, uh, for the good of the order? No, I mean, not unless you want to see if this has changed at all in the last couple of minutes, but yeah. it's still not- it's not warm enough. <laughs> yeah. a whole lot of time, but it's just a fruit bomb. It's oh like, yeah, it's really dang good. It's yeah. really, yeah. If you get, it's really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like if anybody gets a chance to buy this bottle, I would definitely get it. But it's probably not around anymore. I'm guessing. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's it as I've sipped it a few times now. It's becoming more like palatable. Yep, less you know sour. Yep, and just clean, very good. clean. Clean would be a good way to. Yeah, it's like it's just not it's not super funky like a lot of sours I have you know had. It's just really. How many check ins on Untapped does is, it have? It's like two. Some is that two ninety? It says two ninety seven. Two ninety seven. Oh, okay. So not a lot. No. Um, and they have a membership there, I think, too, at the at this place that where they a lot of their bottles go out. Hmm. So next year we'll come back and with a membership. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are getting hooked on buying memberships. Yeah. Maybe we'll open up the lifetimes again. I don't know. I've been getting a lot of pressure mm. for that, so but I don't know, man. <laughs> the, the the OGs who got in got in for a steal. Yeah, they so, did. Yeah. So we didn't know any better. <laughs> it's only like five though, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's only a, there's only a handful, literally. Uh, well, cool. Thank you guys very much for bringing this beer. This is awesome. It's been great getting to know you guys, and uh, we'll be thinking about a five-year membership, uh, you know, pin or ring or something party. for when you hit that mark. You know, mm-hmm. who'd you say? Big party. I thought you said yeah. parking. I was like, <laughs> parking? Oh. <laughs> I don't need that. I walk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's great. Well, thank you guys. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening. Adam and I truly do appreciate it. We own a social good tap house up here in the Pacific Northwest that donates 25 cents a pint to charities that provide access to clean drinking water in developing countries. And so we started this podcast to just connect with more people and hopefully spread more awareness for our mission. Again, thank you so much for listening.